If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. folks that time again 5 p.m eastern how you doing final day of the week thursday at least for us and uh let's get right to it a lot of stuff going on we are fucked as a nation it's just uh depressing to watch the news and everything and i'll do a couple stories later on that just shows we have such assholes running it and some people are getting very very tired of it well, who are you talking about? Well, you see this thing that went viral is Brandon Ashimi, I think his name is, something like that. Brandon, he's from Loudoun County, Virginia. Moved to New York uh, and lived in a city. Came back to Virginia. He's got kids. And uh, he fucking did what everybody should be doing who has kids and have to put up with this shit through COVID. Uh, this is Loudoun County. Uh, dad, he shouts at school board over COVID closings. A Virginia dad is uh, going viral after venting his frustration about schools remaining closed amid the COVID-19 pandemic that you can kill with hand sanitizer. The video shows the father addressing the Loudoun County School Board during the public comment portion of a meeting on Tuesday. He calmly begins by saying you should all be fired from your day jobs because uh, your employers knew that you were more inefficient than the DMV, you would be replaced in a, in a heartbeat, he says. Oh, I believe it. Um, but that's not true. You know why? Because the employees are fucking idiots too. Anyways, he says, I literally just finished a conference call because I'm having to multitask to be here to address you guys. He then said this. You're a bunch of cowards hiding behind our children as an excuse for keeping schools closed. You think you're some sort of martyrs because of the decisions you're making when the statistics do not Statistic lie. Nuts. The vast majority of the population is not at risk from this virus. The garbage workers who pick up my freaking trash risk their lives <laughs> every day more than anyone in this school system. Figure it out or get off the podium because you know what? There are people like me and a line of other people out there who will gladly take your seat and figure it out. It's not a high bar. Raise the freaking bar. <laughs> Amen. Hey, fucking men, brother. Amen. Speaking for a lot of people. I am your voice. Yes. 
While walking out of the boardroom, he can be heard saying, I'll be back next time and the next time till you open the freaking schools. Is there anything worse than a school board local? Who gets into Paula? You know what they are? You have to be a nosy prick to know what's going on everywhere at all times. Uh, They're useless. This is my conclusion now. We have a character problem in this country. I'll prove it with some more stories. It's really a people problem. We lack character, I think, more than anybody. The rest of the world makes fun of the United States for being dumb and shit. That's part of it, but we're not any dumber than them. But we do lack fucking character. Bunch of spoiled, whiny brat. And this guy is great. He's got kids and he gives a shit. He took the time. Why aren't there aren't 8,000 parents behind him? A school board member then asks a deputy to make sure the man leaves. Fucking cowards. Alicia Andrews, a Marine Corps veteran and a former Republican candidate for Congress, shared the video on Twitter where it amassed more than 419,000 views. Later in the meeting, Superintendent Dr. Scott Ziegler employed parents to have patience like they haven't as the school system follows reopening guidelines from the Virginia Department of Education. He said, I just like to remind folks in all of my discussions surrounding COVID-19 whether it be with teachers or principals or board members or parents, that we really need to come at this uh, from a place where we are operating with patience, with flexibility. Listen to all this goo gobble. It's all talk, no action, with comfort. What does that mean? Of the not yet known and with grace, said Ziegler. We can have differing of opinions, but we can express those opinions and express our thoughts on what the plan is moving forward. What does all that, that's all you do is plan and have meetings and shit. Do you not, Do you understand there is no scientist out there right now, and you can quote me on this, saying that children are in danger by going back to school or teachers, none of them. This is part of the fucking ruse. I'm not saying COVID doesn't exist. It does. It's a bad cold. Nick, but so many people are dying. First of all, those people that they report are dying every day aren't dying from COVID. We already established that a year ago. Secondly, this is a, here's a statistic that hasn't changed since this shit started. If you're 70 or under, your chances of survival are 99.96%. I, I, and that number, I can hear it in my head when I put on a football game or a hockey game and the, and the, and the place is empty. It's so sad. It is so good, like the fucking Super Bowl and, you know what I mean, the Cleveland Browns this year and, and Buffalo. <laughs> and there's, and and now I was thinking Brady and the Buccaneers, everybody's making a big deal. It's the first home game. It's not a home game. There's going to be a bunch of fucking, uh, what they said, uh, health workers there, about 7,500. <laughs> I, I, I look at it and I can't get used to it. I, I, I feel like I'm part of a ploy that they're forcing on us. You can disagree, but you won't because you're watching this show. Department of Homeland Security, we're on to the next story, warns of a domestic violent extremist. Boy, I didn't read that for the last year when the fucking work country was burning down, people being shot. The Department of Homeland Security issued a nationwide terrorism alert on Wednesday warning the public of domestic violent extremists. Let me make a great point here. Before we get hit with 9-11, remember there were two? Remember they hit us in the garage at 9-11? Did you hear anything about, were there alerts then about extremism? That means they're more on guard, which is, this is just bullshit. 
about white people. And when they say extremists, I'm an extremist under their fucking definition. What a fucking hoax. There is no, they're making the shit up. Domestic violent, <coughs> excuse me, extremists. That's DVE. Who could incite or conduct violent acts? <laughs> fucking white power, one, shit. two, three, four. Oh my God. Unfucking. Do you understand? This is just a big uh, hoax. It's really trying to label us as evil. Anybody who doesn't think like the left, it's fucking. In an official terrorism advisory directed by acting DH Secretary David Pekeski, jerk off. What's his resume? Uh, that that this this thing that he put out is going to last until April 30th. DHS warns of increased threats in the United States of some ideologically motivated violent extremists with objections to the exercise of governmental authority and the presidential transition, as well as other perceived grievances fueled by false narratives. Here we go, telling us it's false. Wait till all the shit comes out about the election, because now we have all day. Uh, could continue to mobilize to incite or commit violence. You know what I say to you? <laughs> yeah, that was that riot was unbelievably tragic, stealing nameplates. And one woman got shot and she was on the right side. They don't even mention it. The advisory came after Bukeski's consultation with intelligence and law enforcement. Though no, listen to this. Here's the key sentence. Though no signs of credible attack plots were found. So let me get this straight. There's, there's, there's no underground chatter saying there's going to be an attack, but we're going to put out a warning anyways. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. So fucking stupid. DHS described domestic violent extremists, DBEs, as motivated by various issues, including anger over COVID-19 restrictions, the 2020 election results, and police use of force and homegrown violent extremists inspired by foreign terrorist groups. Huh? Both DBEs and HVEs, that's domestic and home, were described among the primary terrorist threat in the United States in October of 2020 DHS threat assessment report. The report claimed that white supremacist extremists with DVEs would remain the most persistent and lethal threat in the homeland. <laughs> Guys, when's the last time a white supremacist, I mean, a, a avowed white supremacist blew something up or can somebody name something? And there's no, you admit that there's no, you're not here on any chatter. So this is literally non-existent. And as you see, my producer put up there, there is the domestic terrorist, Black Lives Matter, a Marxist organization whose mission literally on paper says to uh, destroy the United States government. I'm paraphrasing. BLM, Antifa, but they're worried about us, guys like us. Girls like us, things in between like us. DHS said on Wednesday that anger and tensions over issues have led to plots and actual attacks on government facilities. And you just said you don't have any record of that. 
and others. The agency pointed to the 2019 mass shooting at an El Paso, Texas Walmart as an example of violence from those opposing immigrants. Okay, and I point to the guy that shot up the baseball field when the Republicans were playing on it and in 19 other things and the 275 fucking riots with their black power horse shit. Can, did you ever hear one word about, did the left say once these are domestic terrorists? Suck a dick and die all he is. It also cited three attacks against public officials in 2020, threats of violence against critical infrastructure, including the electric telecommunication. Oh, you mean the, the electrical grid that Biden's having the Chinese, our biggest geopolitical enemy, help them out with? <laughs> your mother, your father. In healthcare sectors, increased in 2020 with violent extremists citing misinformation. Oh, here we go. They decide what's information. And conspiracy theories about COVID-19 for their actions, DHS added. Department of Homeland Security called on the public to report suspicious activity and threats. We did all summer, and you did nothing about it. You told police to stand down, including those who made online uh, to local law enforcement or the FBI. It also advised people to avoid large crowds and protests. Uh. And I say segregation now, segregation tomorrow, and segregation forever. I mean political segregation. I live in a nice black town. I have no problem with that. Um, do you believe this shit? Do you believe what you're hearing? Huh? You got your government telling telling you the country's still 60, what, 68% white? So the majority, not all of them obviously voted uh, for Trump, but I'm just saying. We know it, of at least 74 million that did, and they're putting you under that thing. They want to really crush all of us. Can you imagine after the burning, looting, and killing that went on? This is hilarious. And if you don't believe me that they're coming for all of us, I don't get too riled and I said this to my wife. She was, I said, don't, I, I said, look, we're different. This is America. Here's what separates us from all the other banana republics, third world shitholes. We have a well-armed civilian population. I've said this on the show many times. Seven guns, my cop buddy told me, for every man, woman, and child. <laughs> so good luck. And the real people that would die for Trump and shit, they haven't showed their faces yet. Be careful where you tread. So they're coming for us. Well, how much more proof I get chased off YouTube? And, and then this story yesterday, the FBI shows up at a guy's house. The FBI arrests pro. And, and don't, these are headlines I'm taking from social media. So don't believe them. For, listen, uh, FBI arrests prolific racist Twitter troll Ricky Vaughn for 2016 election interference. A notorious alt-right operative, Douglas Mackey, whom Huffington Post, so you know it's true, unmasked in 2018 as a Donald Trump's most influential white nationalist. <laughs> I thought I was that. Yeah, but Nick, you're not white. You're kind of Italian. Hey, hey, hey. Influential white nationalist Twitter troll Ricky Vaughn was arrested in West Palm Beach, Florida on Wednesday on federal election interference charges related to, get this, a disinformation campaign during the 2016 election. Bullshit. That's faggot stuff. 
You want to call it by its name? That's strictly for fags. The charges demonstrate federal prosecutors' newfound focus on the use of Twitter and other social media platforms to undermine elections and suppress the vote. What? Excuse me? Huh? Is that what you focused on? You didn't focus on what was going on with all the fucking mail-in ballots and and (laughs) four states stopping the count or three states right in the middle of it and shit? This is the real problem. One guy. And he was sending out memes. So now the FBI can show up at your house if the meme, they find it offensive, and arrest you. This should make your balls crawl. It's getting really creepy out there. Mackey allegedly conspired with four unnamed Twitter users to create and disseminate memes designed to dupe people, particularly black and Latina ex-voters, into casting invalid votes by posting on Facebook or Twitter or sending a text message to a specified text code, according to the recently unsealed federal complaint. The complaint lists four co-conspirators referred to only by Twitter user IDs as a unique string of uh, numbers assigned to each Twitter account. Huffington Post can report that one co-conspirator is a prominent alt-right Says who? Botmaster, who goes by microchip and was instrumental in making pro-Trump and anti-Hillary hashtags. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Meanwhile, we were watching plays on Broadway about Trump being assassinated and people were making movies about it and fucking rap videos. And Madonna said she wanted to blow this up and that up. And Johnny Depp. Not a fucking peep back then. This guy sends out some memes trying to confuse the idiot left voters, which is pretty easy, and they got him arrested now. Hillary hashtag and content go viral on Twitter during 2016 election. A fascist accelerationist who has expressed admiration for Adolf Hitler and Nazism. Oh, goodness, no. Microchip. Uh, that's the guy's name, claims to have been involved in the early spread of the QAnon conspiracy cult and repeatedly told this uh, told this reporter that his goal was to destroy the United States. Well, that's what the left's goal is. So why aren't you blowing the guy? I'm very, very confused. Why are you arresting him? Come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. That's right, man. He was putting memes up and then they label it disinformation. I don't know who they are. Just read Orwell again. It's getting eerily. How did Orwell know this? He didn't even know about the internet. Greatest writer ever, in my opinion. Holy moly. I mean, he predicted the screens in every room of every house. So, Yes, he did. Didn't he? He predicted. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. He was talking about Siri before he even knew about it. As far as those screens, what he didn't predict is we'll be watching football and UFC every fucking night while our country burns. Mackey, his co-conspirators, and dozens of other collaborators allegedly used private direct message rooms on Twitter to refine means and plot ways to influence the election and run psyops on voters, according to the complaint. Microchip described the operation to BuzzFeed as, as a massive honeycombed propaganda machine. <laughs> Countless users reported the far-right extremism to Twitter, you fucking rat bastards. Oh, for you. You know why they did that? For abusive and racist behavior. But the platform took ineffective action to uh, curtail their group's anti 
uh, democratic activities. <laughs> Anti-democratic. Act this is coming from the people who spied on Trump during the transition. Who fucking tied him to Russiagate. Said he was an agent. Who works with China. Who impeached him twice. Falsely. And who stole the election. And they're talking about uh, homegrown terror. Oh, my aching stem, my aching stem, my aching stem. Guys, listen up. This is very important. Here's a few uh, housekeeping notes. Very important, you guys. For those of you who are watching the show on the uh, Comics Gym, I want to thank you guys so much for your patience. We had to launch the site way earlier than planned because of YouTube and still are developing the Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire apps. But our numbers, listen to this, have doubled at thecomicsgym.com since we started. So we're very happy about that, and I really appreciate it. All the good stuff you've been asking me uh, for, it, it's coming very soon. Again, we had to start early. Uh, next, uh, for all you patrons who support the show on Patreon, I put up a really important announcement uh, earlier today. Please make sure to give it a watch tonight if uh, if you haven't seen it already. For those of you who have been uh, asking, the answer is yes. The Nick DiPaolo Show will be coming to Rumble, BitChute, and a half a dozen other platforms in the very near future. I'm going to keep doing the same show the way I want to do it. And if they uh, want to kick me off, uh, then fuck it. So be it. I'm not changing a thing. We will ride them until they fail us. So I told my wife on our honeymoon. What? <laughs> Lastly, I want to thank all of you who have picked up some uh, some show merchandise. This helps us out, too. Make sure to go to nickdip.com today and pick up a Nick DiPaolo show winter hat or a T-shirt or any of the NICA designs, NICA shirts or mugs. Again, that's nickdip.com. Thank you, guys. You really are the best. I think I have the best fans in the world. And, boy, it was confirmed when I went to Tampa. Um, that's what I'd love. This could be a real plague, even though it's a fake one. This could be polio in 1940, whatever. My fans would be there limping around and laughing. I also want to thank people who donate to this show. Uh, since last night, Michael Keene of Florida. These are people who sent money. Adam Bonus, Michigan. Sean Powell of Florida. Ed Schmidt, Illinois. Dominic uh, Chalela, uh, New Jersey. And new monthly supporter, we had uh, Kenneth Kuchinicki. Michigan, thank you guys uh, so much for signing up. And again, don't forget about the comics, Jim, because we're moving all our action there. And we'll use those whores at YouTube, uh, you know, to promote the show. We have a Patreon question. We have a Patreon question. Nick, if you could interview anyone on your show, either living now or dead, who would it be? That's from Andrew in East Lansing, Michigan. God, you caught me off. You caught me off guard there. I would say it would have to be a nude Pam Anderson when she was 19. And by the interview, she would be dead. Just from me wearing her out. Love her. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's silly, isn't it? <laughs> uh living or dead, huh? Hmm. I gotta go with Jesus. And I, I, because you guys, I'm not, you know, when it comes to religion, I'm on the, I don't know. I, I, I claim agnostic. I, I don't pretend I know. So I could talk to him and go, hey, should I buy this shit? I mean, these books they wrote about you, they're very good. 
And uh, can we get some of this made in Hollywood? I'd like to play Pontius Pilate. Uh, <laughs> it's a great question. Great question. I feel like I'm missing it. How about my dad? I'd like to bring him back. You know, only with his right mind. There's a ton of people. I was going to do this thing on my, uh, I don't know, online. I don't know if I should give away the idea. It's still a great idea. Oh, you know who else I forgot? I'd bring back Shemp Howard. Fucking guy used to make me laugh harder than all the stooges. I'd, I'd actually have them all at the table. Jesus, Shemp Howard, Pam Anderson, nude at 19. Thank you. That was a great question. Speaking of famous people, dead or alive, here's one that's dead from the neck up. <laughs> Actor and director Rob, I'm the stupidest motherfucking uh, Jewish people are never dumb. This guy is severely retarded. Uh, Rob Reiner took to Twitter Wednesday demanding that the Senate uh, convict former President Donald Trump, who he referred to as the new leader of the Confederacy during our continuing civil war. <laughs> You're such an asshole. You are a meathead. <laughs> Our original sin, look, he's still obsessed with it, with slavery, is at the uh, root of our continuing civil war. Donald Trump, the new leader of the Confederacy, heads the sedition, Reiner wrote. If he is not held accountable with a Senate conviction, there will be no Appomattox, the site of Robert E. Lee's surrender to Ulysses S. Grant in 18... I'm not so sure that... Uh, that's a bad thing. There would be no Appomattox. Nick, what are you right? No, I'm just saying we hate each other. Nothing's happened. Look at him. Look at his stupid stubby fingers. Oh, idiot. Uh, this isn't Ryan's first uh, time trying to pressure lawmakers into impeaching Trump. Early this month, the actor claimed that any member of Congress who does not oust the president during his remaining days in office will be supporting sedition. Is he really this stupid? Which is a federal crime. You being the stupid as a federal crime. Any members of Congress that doesn't support impeachment and removal of this president supports sedition, the tweet said. He, he tweeted that two days after the Capitol Hill riot. Last month, the actor ignored Joe Biden's call to heal America and United Divided Nation by de declaring that the very survival of American democracy depends on whether members of Trump's family and administration face criminal prosecution. You're a real crumb bum. You are fucking retarded. You know who should face prosecution, criminal prosecution? Obama. That's who. The guy who spied on Donald Trump. The guy who ginned up the fucking racial tense in this country tenfold that nobody talks about. That's who should be arrested. And Hillary should be right there handcuffed with him. Along with Peter Strzok and... Lisa Page and all the other schmucks. Brennan, Clapper, you name it. Schiff, Eric, I swallow well. Wake up, stupid. Somebody asked him what his IQ was in that picture. I got five. What hate, what hate, huh, for a country that's so terrific? Nick, you get too excited. Well, somebody has to. People say, you're going to die of a heart attack. And I go, no. No, I'm not. You are. You hold it in. I get the shit out. I got to go home and hit the heavy bag today. I've been sweating about a week. And I don't 
Jason, listen to me. I'm on the phone. My doctor fucking had some pain in my balls. It's been aching. Well, I, you know, I told you guys. And then that doctor refers me to somebody. And I, I'm the one who brought up maybe hernia. And they couldn't find the hernia. So then uh, I had to have a uh, ultrasound. We're a beautiful young girl. But she had a mask on. But she had a sweet ass. You know how good your ass has to be to look good in hospital scrubs? I had the pleasure of her rubbing some you know, and you have a, a ultrasound on my balls for 45 minutes as we chatted and, uh, they found nothing. And then, uh, had a cat skin on my pelvis after that. I'm in pain when I sit down, my whole fucking sack aches and whatnot. So I had the, uh, cat scan and the guy called me back, say, well, I, I see a hernia, but it's not paralyzing me yet. I always wait till they go, it's too late. It's all black and shit. And you're going to die. Speaking of dying, this country's dying and uh, San Francisco leads the way in killing it. New, listen to this. Na I reported on this a little earlier, but now it's actually happening. Names to be stripped from San Francisco schools. Schools in San Francisco, California will be stripped of names honoring famous American leaders deemed to be unworthy because of a connection to slavery or other unsavory ties. Have you ever seen a country... They, they want to wipe away our history. So they're going to change the names of schools. Uh, President George Washington, Abe Lincoln, all these assholes, you know, Thomas Jefferson. And guess who's doing it? Uh, some. Oh, also, excuse me. John Muir, Francis Scott Key, who wrote the National Anthem, and Catholic priest, Junipero Serra, I don't know who he is, are also on the list. In all, 44 schools will be renamed even as critics of the decision cite the committee tasked with picking the schools did not receive enough input from historians. It's so stupid and lack of knowledge about the current school names. In one instance, the committee didn't know whether Roosevelt middle school was named after Teddy Roosevelt or Franklin Delano. <laughs> they don't know fucking idiots. They are. It's a sick question. You're a sick fuck. And I'm not that sick that I'm going to answer it. And despite concerns uh, that the city has more important issues to address, including coronavirus pandemic, rampant drug overdoses, and ongoing homelessness, it doesn't even mention they lead the league in cars being broken into. Uh, ongoing homeless epidemic. The city school board believes it can handle multiple issues, including erasing history from the halls of education. What a horrible place. And it's such a beautiful place physically. It was one of my favorite cities to go. What a horrible place horrible place to live and once again look at that because that's what the dems want to turn this country into that in los angeles the the chronicle reported on the controversial move which also includes stripping the school named after sitting senator diane feinstein libs eating libs you know why they want to strip the name off her name off because as mayor she replaced a confederate flag that was vandalized <laughs> These blacks. Who knows where they're going to take the wrong way? Always comes back to race, doesn't it? They call themselves progressives, but they'd live in 1860. Oh, my aching stem. Some of the school names have been opposed long before this cancel culture epic, including James Denman Middle School, because Denman wanted to deny Chinese students a public education. I think we pretty much remedied that, right? 
They are our public. They are our best students and have been for a, a million years. I kill you. I kill you right now. Kill me. I'm right here. Kill me. Okay, okay? I come with to- two chopsticks. I, I shove up your ass. And, oh, two chopsticks. Come over here. Talk to me in the face. Like some booty. And Adolf Sutro Elementary, named after a man who had the name Adolf. No, who uh, discriminated against blacks. Hmm. The board also unanimously voted to issue a formal apology to Native American families for land theft and the pain and trauma caused by racist imagery, textbooks, and mascots while allocating, I'm going to cry, I'm so fucking, $200,000 to the district's American Indian education. Oh, I can't take it. Even libs find this funny. (laughs) All six Indians are grateful. The board will also require the school district to remove all Thanksgiving stereotypes such as headdresses and to remove misinformation from textbooks, including the Pocahont- that Pocahontas was a willing and curious uh, prisoner. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck your mother! Are we not sick? It's a mental illness with the left. People always said that, that liberalism was a mental, and I used to kind of laugh it off, because it wasn't always. Liberals would look at both sides. They were for free speech, for civil rights. Now they're against all that shit. These people are mentally ill. That's no fucking joke. So hung up on race, and and they won't acknowledge how far we've come, progress we've made racially. And I'll say it again, and what proof is that? Oh, you got people climbing over walls, coming over on pieces of plywood that are black and brown that want to live here. Everything you say out of your mouth is a fucking lie, and daily evidence proves it. You suckbags. You don't believe people on the left are mentally ill, real liberals? Well, this will do it for you. Have you seen the video yesterday online? As you know, the teachers' union in Chicago, they've been out of, you know, they've been resisting. They've been told to go back and teach, right? But they're, you know, they're using, uh, oh, it's dangerous, we don't want to get COVID. We don't want the kids to get COVID. That's already been disproven. Can you think of anything more liberal and more than Chicago Teachers Union? Except for maybe New York's. Chicago Teachers Union at CTUL Local tweeted, six of our rank and file dance teachers, you stay with me, come together to use their art form as a voice to express their desire to feel safe. A Miss CPS teacher a return policy. They stand in solidarity with all educators at risk because no one should have to choose between life and livelihood. Oh my God. And you're a piece of shit. They're using kids as a front, not to work. Last week, a thousand sh- Chicago educators voted against resuming in person teaching as scheduled Monday, defying a, dis- a, a, a district order for them to return to the classroom. The video titled The Moment We're Safe shows five teachers dancing in their fucking living rooms. Some accompanied, this is uh, interpretative dance, some accompanied by dance partners while another one performs outside. Tell me these people aren't just fucking, as the Italians say, ubats. These are people. Look at these teachers. uh, Teacher union. Go ahead. Make it make sense. Safety. 
is essential. You're fucking crazy. Keep our students and our teachers safe. That's what they're doing. Kids are committing suicide, being locked in their houses. These not, you can look these numbers up. Some of them are coming mentally ill, isolated. Other ones have bad parents who beat them. And this is what these fuck stains are doing with their time, putting together a modern interpretive dance to show how they feel. When there's zero evidence, not one scientist out there saying it's dangerous to go back to school. You people are fucking sick. I don't know how we, we can't break up as a country because geographically it's almost impossible. But boy, if there was ever a time, how'd you like to have kids in Chicago every day? I, I, I feel for these moms and shit. They're not learning anything. They go on the computer. They get dazed. They're isolated from their friends. And, and this is what these cocksuckers are doing. These are the people that are teach your kids. Some Russian said that we were going to rot from the inside out, or maybe it was Jefferson or whatever. And we're rotting from the inside out. I'm not overstating it. Uh, can we get on with the Civil War, please? I got a ton of fucking guns that need cleaning. That would get me kicked off. How about Netflix? You know, the uh, network that does a ton of comedy specials, but they wouldn't look at me or guys like me with my point of view. They're only interested if you're a transgender from Egypt with one tit and a fucking hair lip riding a motorcycle. Netflix strikes deal with anti-racism lunatic, and he is a lunatic, Ibram X. Kendi. We've talked about this. Look at ya. Don't judge a book by its cover. He hates white people. Why do you say that? He's, well, he's got I hate white people hair. Netflix has announced three new projects with anti-racist anti indoctrinator Ibram X. Kendi. <laughs> Look at him. Can smell the anti-white coming off. Intended for a variety of age groups, the thing he's making. Stamped from the beginning will be a cross uh, between a documentary and a scripted feature film. You know what that tells me when you cross a documentary with some of it'll be based on real and some of it he'll write in. You don't have to be an idiot, a propaganda specialist to see that. Let's mix the two, reality with my point of view, and confuse people. Well, Stamped is another one. That's the first one. This one's called Stamped. Racism, anti-racism, and you. <laughs> Will be similarly produced, but for teens and young adult readers, because you wouldn't want them to enjoy their childhood. Anti-racist baby. Currently a board. <laughs> anti-racist baby. Currently, a board book will be reimagined as animated shorts for the preschool set. See, that's called indoctrination. You get them while they're young. It's similar to what the Palestinians do over there. They have madrasas where they teach middle school that Jews are evil and they should be killed. That's all this is. It's a domestic version. There's your domestic terrorist right there, that piece of shit. Doc McStuffins creator, Chris Knee. Doc McStuffins. Wasn't he a wide receiver for the Jets? 
has been tapped to executive produce the series. One of Kendi's core teachings is that it's not enough to be not racist, but a person must be actively anti-racist. <laughs> actively. You need to shut the fuck up. While this seems like a small distinction, it is not. The difference between not racist and anti-racist is that the latter adds activism. Yeah, that's done a lot. While the former is simply state of existing without putting concerns about race and racism. For So you're a racist if this isn't the first thing on your mind when you get up in the morning and you go out and you don't protest or march. You're racist, basically, if you're white. Now that Netflix has taken up Kendi's cause, it can use its considerable platform to turn children into anti-racists who think about race, racial differences, and their role in racism first and foremost. That's what you want your kid. He literally wants to take the innocence away and develop that hate early in life. That's what the left fucking does. It's not going to be long before you all kill yourselves because you're all crazy. I wish the fuck that was true. Roger Ross Williams, who will be directing both films, said that stamped from the beginning and stamped racism, anti-racism, and you are powerful and essential pieces of literature that clearly outline how deeply rooted racist ideas are in the United States. (laughs) You're entitled to shit. You know who the right by that definition? Do you know who the racists are? The people like um, the real liberal rich people, the George Clonies and uh, whoever. Uh, Messing, Deborah Messing, who don't give their jobs up literally to somebody else. They're millionaires, wouldn't even hurt them, but literally hand your job over. This, it goes, and you don't have to be famous. If you're a lib saying, oh, you're all for this woke just street justice and uh, give your job and everything else up to people who you call less privileged. But you don't, do you? And you pay the same taxes as me. You could write them a check for a zillion dollars. You're all full of shit. Especially you, Mr. Kendi. Anyways, what he's doing is creating a binary of racists on one side and anti-racists on the other. To Kendi, and if you're not making your life's work, the mission of fighting racism in the most egalitarian, equal-minded, fair, and stable democracy in the world, you have hate in your heart. Suck a bag of dicks, you ask. Here's what's happening. Can I make, here's the biggest point of the show. You know how they're labeling us domestic? Yeah, they, we, we still have troops in D.C. and it, it's white, far-right people, nationalists who are, you, you're creating them. Here's what they're doing. Here's what they, they're accusing us of this shit, right? They're pushing us underground, suppressing us on social media. They're creating you are feeding, the, and they, I think they know that because when we do strike, not me, I'm old and white, but the people still have some fucking feeling in their feet. Uh, when they do strike, the real extremists, they're going to go, see, we told you. Do you really think that the, 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 these people are going to just lay down on the far right? You're creating it, Mr. Kendi. And they're going to come for you first. Kendi has held uh, these views for a long time. Back in 2003, when Kendi wrote for the student newspaper at F- <laughs> great school, Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University, didn't they beat Oklahoma? Uh, I don't hate whites. Listen to this. Listen to this fucking jerk off. I don't hate whites. How can you hate a group of people for being who they are? I don't hate blacks, Mr. Kendi. Why would we hate you for who you are? Fucking uh, really violent, committing a disproportional amount of crime. Not too well read. Fucking outright racist. Right? How can we hate you for what you are? We have more of a reason to. 
And again, that's an overall black people. And anybody out there saying, well, you're racist. No, I moved to a fucking predominantly black town. Shut the fuck up. Oh, but that doesn't mean that's like saying I got black friends. Then what can I say? He went on to say that Europeans were socialized to be aggressive people, unlike black people. <laughs> yeah, it's those fucking Europeans over here in this country that are blaring their music in the parking lot of a McDonald's. And if you look at them wrong, you know, those Irish will pull out guns. Suck a fucking ass. And they were raised to be racist. Oh, my God. This is fucking frightening that this guy has any pull. With anybody. Uh. <laughs> we are raised to be racist, huh? You fucking hypocrite. Oh, mama mia, papa dear. Speaking to Yale University students in December 2020, Kendi said the term racist should instead be understood as a descriptor. It literally describes what a person is being in any given moment based on what they are saying or not saying, doing or not doing. What does that even mean, Jason? I don't even know. Sounds it, like it means you're fucked either way. Yeah, either way. Because there's, there's either like there's no in between between doing and not doing. So it's either or. <laughs> it's a fucking heads I win, tails you lose situation. It is through the desire for outcome-based solutions that Netflix and Kendi arrive at the solution of racial indoctrination for toddlers and teens by catching kids early and Boy, I want to boycott uh, Netflix, but I can't. This fucking, I'm watching Fowder right now. It's so good. <laughs> I wasn't one of those TV bingers. Quinn, Colin Quinn has suggested about four shows to me. Each one, I'm like, this is the fucking best show I've ever seen. Uh, and catchy, uh, listen to this. By catching kids early with, listen to this, catchy tunes, kids won't know the difference between racist, anti-racist, and non-racist. They won't know that there are other ways of interacting with human beings in society where race isn't the primary factor. The, the, this guy's the definition of a racist. He makes his living talking, thinking, sleeping, uh, uh, about, dreaming about race. That is definition of a racist. And any of you jerk-offs at Netflix who support this, you're racist. Instead, with Kendi's help, kids will believe that race is the main thing to consider in, in interpersonal relationships and social structure. They will come away with the idea that if racism can be fixed, the United States will be a veritable utopia. Well, we can make it a utopia. I don't want to say how. A lot of people have suggested it. I'm not saying I agree with it. Uh, blaming us. Yeah, we're the ones... We're the ones creating, what, 78% of the violence? Uh, how much? 72% uh, illegitimacy rate for the last 60 years? Not, not, not my dad! You also hear something! Oh, we are fucking... No, no, we... oh, not my dad! Oh, not my dad! Let's get on to some showbiz news before I close it out for the week, shall we? so excited about this they've been talking about this for three fucking years you know they're doing a what's it called a prequel i don't know a prequel i guess you know sopranos fans most of you fans love it like i do fans of mine it's my favorite thing in the world better than godfather everything it's a fucking it was voted greatest show by screen actors guild tv show ever i got a little tiny part in one of them 
Um, but it, it, I, I'm so excited. And the death of Gandolfini was like finding out Travolta was a fag. It really fucking set me back. Um, <laughs> so David Chase is making a prequel, a movie about Newark, because that's where Sopranos takes place. Basically, Back in the 60s, there was riots and all kinds of shit, racial tension going on in Newark. I think this is called, what is it, uh, All the Newark Saints or something like that? Huh? It's in the story. <laughs> the first ever footage has dropped of James Gandolfini's son. By the way, his son, I don't even think, was born when they shot the pilot for the Sopranos. Uh, Michael Gandolfini playing a young... Uh, they have a little snippet. It's literally like a subliminal message. We didn't even bother showing it. It shows him throwing a punch on the sidewalk. It's literally a second long, so we didn't bother showing. But this is him, and he, that's exactly like what it, uh, he looks like his dad kind of a lot. Put a lot should put weight on them. Uh, anyways, this is Gandolfini, Michael Gandolfini playing a young Tony Soprano in the highly anticipated Sopranos prequel, The Many Saints of Newark. And that's his kid playing him, playing his dad. You got to grow up. You're not a kid anymore. Fuck. This is amazing. The clip was part of the Warner Brothers blockbuster same day premiere trailers, which teases upcoming flicks airing on the HBO Max streaming service and in theaters. In the millisecond long snippet, young Gandolfini can be seen roughing someone up on the streets of Newark before the uh, sizzle reel flashes to another promo. They didn't even give us a fucking good look at it. I'm gonna fucking smash his fucking face in. Uh, Yeah, it's not much to go on, but the Many Saints trailer does ratchet up the anticipation for the Sopranos uh, origin story, which follows the DeMeo crime family. There they are, the father and son as they vie with rival factions over the riot-ravaged streets of the 1960s Newark, New Jersey. How good does this fucking sound if you're a fan of this? The Many Saints in Newark marks the second ever feature for Michael after Ocean's 8. He was in Ocean's 8? I didn't know that. Who's a dead ringer for his father, James, who played the adult Tony Soprano in the iconic mob drama. Uh, the actor, 21, listen to this. He revealed last year that he never even watched his dad's legendary Soprano show until he was fittingly cast as the young Soprano in this prequel. <laughs> That's unbelievable to me. Other stars include Leslie Odom Jr. of Hamilton fame. I don't like that. John Berthnell, Corey Stoll, Alessandro Nivola, Billy Magnuson, John Magaro, Michael Darasi, Ray Liotta, and Vera Farmiga. The Many Saints of Newark is slated to hit the theaters and HBO Max on September 24th, 2021, after being postponed for almost a year because of fucking, what else? COVID. Anyways, I am so, I can't tell you how excited I am about this. <laughs> they didn't call me to... They didn't remember me throwing my eight words out there in the episode. This is going to be so fucking good, I hope. I hope, and I hope it's not PC, because a lot of time has gone since Soprano ended. We're in a different world now. And if they make this, ugh, whatever. If Nathan Lane's playing Roy DeMeo, I'm going to be <laughs> Do you understand the people who are making this? I didn't see David Chase's name in it. Obviously, he's got to be at the center of it. He's the one who created the surprise. Do you understand that show literally was voted, like I said, best TV show ever. There's a zillion fans waiting for this to come out. I don't care what they spent on it. This has to be a moneymaker. What a great feeling that is, huh? I'm going to go see it. 
I never go to the theater anymore. There's always somebody chewing popcorn behind me, my wife. She sits behind you? Yeah, whatever. Um, I'm going to see this when it premieres in a theater, man. I, I'm so excited. That's it, folks. I'm, I'm all talked out. Thank you again for supporting the show. Don't forget that message. Take a look at it that I sent you guys um, about moving over to thecomicsgym.com. Uh, you guys have been great to us, and we appreciate it. We need this show and shows like this. It's a creepy time out there. When the FBI is knocking on doors because somebody put up memes up four years ago, <clears throat> we've lost control. Uh, that is it. Don't forget cameo.com. If you want me to roast one of your friends or relatives, go to cameo.com. Click on my profile. Tell me a little bit about the person. I'll make a video on my phone and I'll send it to them ruining their day or making their day. I can say happy Hanukkah. Anyways, that's it. You think it, I will say it. You're very welcome. We'll see you guys back here on Monday. Have a great weekend. day is coming oh no but if you sign up for robin hood gold's ira with a three percent match you can get up to 195 dollars for the 2023 tax year oh yeah sign up at robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market subscription fees apply investing involves risk three percent match requires gold for one year from first match must keep ira for five years robin hood financial llc member sipc